0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. If you're a sensitive snowflake that may get easily offended, then turn this off immediately. If you want to hear the real truth about the gun culture, then stick around. This is the Armed Citizen Podcast. what is going on my ghost squad welcome to the armed citizen podcast live this is episode number 198 today's date is tuesday june 29th 2021 if you're out there in the live chat welcome 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 if you're new to the chat new to the channel this is your first time then we always like busting cherry so uh go ahead and leave us a comment out there tell us it's your first time and where you're from, we'll give you a shout out. If you want to ask a question throughout the chat, go ahead and tag myself with the at sign and ghost tactical or anyone on the panel. And we'll try to get to those questions. If you want to call in, yes, you can call in, call or text into the show. Utilize a ghost tactical hotline presented by our good friends over at sportsmansguide.com. That phone number is 530-364-4678 and it will be scrolling throughout the show. If you are a veteran or really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole and you're starting to question where the light is, or you're starting to question if there is a light, first of all, please call me, text me, email me 24 um, seven. I cannot give you medical advice, but I sure as hell could probably be a pretty decent ear. But if you are looking for someone that could get you some help and get you to the path of some medical attention, please remember two things. One, You're not alone. you got a lot of brothers and sisters out here that are willing to help. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So contact the Veteran Crisis Hotline. It's actually for anyone. It's a crisis hotline. But if you press one, it'll get you to the veteran side of things. But uh, the Veteran Crisis Hotline, that number is 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255, the Veteran Crisis Hotline. As always, we're spotlighting the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions and want to find out more information on what it takes to earn the title United States Marine, check out the website marines.com. And we are a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. It is a great place where a lot of great podcasts are like-minded, pro-gun, pro-2A, pro-freedom. If you guys are looking for some great podcasts out there, Check out self-defense radio.net. You get this off of my ugly mug and uh, say hello to the, uh, the crew tonight's before we get going a little shout out mandatory carry out there. $2 super chat. Appreciate you, bro. He says multi-tool. And that is going to be something that we discuss throughout the show. But uh thanks again for the super chat guys. You guys know, That We do not ask for Super Chats. We do not encourage them, but if you feel like you want to drop a couple bucks, remember that all Super Chats on this channel go towards sending care packages overseas to our troops downrange. So uh, thank you very much to Mandatory Carry. And yes, multi-tool will come up probably. Uh, Let's say hello to uh, the people that are... Out there, let's see if I see anyone that's new. Uh, Jason Stewart's out there, and I'm big congrats to Jason. I think Jason this past weekend went to go take his concealed carry permit class. So uh, welcome to the club. Welcome to the dark side. Rogues out there. Buck's out there. Shot with Buck this weekend. Zeroed in a couple optics with him. Um, looking forward to uh, shooting more with him as always. Artak and Daughters is out there. Mandatory carries out there. Let's see here. Who else is out there? Who else? Tech's out there. MKJO's out there. I think I said Rogue. I don't know, but I'll get ready to say hi to him anyways, but I think I said Rogue's out there. Andrew Carmichael says, can we just stop tourniquets being a thing in first aid? If you need to ask, do I need one? You don't need one. That's a fair question, and we'll get to that as well. Um. Mandatory carry says the light at the end of the tunnel is a freight train. It's headed my way. I hope you're just joking around, but if you uh, need someone to talk to you, bro, you've got my uh, email. You got, I think you've got my number, whatever you call. I'll, I'll, I'll love to talk with you. Jason says, first time listener. Well, since he's been a born again to a Christian, there you go. There you go. Uh, let's see your mentality of guns is out there. I don't remember that one. Um, if you've been here before, I, I I just don't remember that name. I think I remember that name, but what's going on? Nice to have you, RL's out there, Keith Gregory's out there, EJ's out there. Uh, EJ's on the Facebook side. Holy cow! Well, let's let's give Facebook a little a little shout out. South Paul's out there. RL two dollar super chat. Thank you, He Says what happened to all the self promotion? Uh, you know. I, I just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> so there's there's that. Uh, Jason Ewing's out there. Warsaw's out there. If I miss anyone, I apologize. But like I said, if you're new, especially if you're new, uh, F&H is out there. Uh, Andrew, Drew's out there. So Drew from Mean Arms. What's up, homie? Um, looking forward to seeing him in the next couple months. That'd be great. And Mentality of Guns says, first time viewer here from San Bernardino, California, behind enemy lines. I love it. I love it. I love it. Appreciate you. Jason says, Simplify, Fi. Semper Fidel's brother. And I think I am caught up. So let's uh, bring in our guests tonight. We've got from the, I, I think it's a pretty great state. I don't really know. It's, it's, a, it's at least a really good state. But the, out in the Big West, I think it was a Big West or it a Big Sky. I think it might be called Big Sky. I can't remember. But Montana, we got uh, the Rogue Banshee. What's up, Rogue?
1: Hey, man. No, it is the Big Sky. And big the sky. Big Sky is awfully warm right now. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's uh, I'm doing good here. And it's great to get on the show. I don't get a chance to drop in this show that often. But I'm glad to be here tonight. It's going to be a good one
0: and all that drew says uh did you see our new bearing delay nine millimeter from uh, eric's range day i haven't yet so call me homie or i'll call you maybe tomorrow afternoon and we'll talk um yeah go check out mean arms mean arms got some awesome stuff out there really some innovative stuff and they're and they're really really good people as well so um, go check out mean arms and from the great state of texas my home state uh, the tactical virus i mean uh leprechaun himself what's up clove
2: all right so i'm gonna be uh <clears throat> i'm gonna be that guy real quick for all the people out there that talk smack when texans have cold weather snow freezes over suck it up buttercup that's all i gotta say suck it up ain't nothing but heat ain't nothing but heat you'll live suck it up there you go
0: yeah if if, if you know If you don't grow up in Texas, then, you know, depending on where you are in the state of Texas, at any given time of the year, you could have four seasons. Um, But I grew up in the concrete jungle of Dallas, and 109 on that concrete was the real deal growing up. And I guess we just got used to it. You know, I guess we just get used to the heat growing up. But now I live in Arkansas, and it's more humid here um, because of the lake and all that over here. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, it's, crazy.
2: You know, we were talking the other night and it wasn't, it wasn't as hot here as yeah. it is. You're in, and, and in other places, right? Some of these other people yeah. freaking out, it's not as hot, but here's the thing. The humidity here is yeah. un believable.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing is, is usually we're about five degrees, four to five degrees on average, probably cooler than where you are. Um, and either or not, we were on the phone and, and it was like 92 or 93 here that day and it was like 89 or 90 down there. And I was like, what? You know, um, it was crazy. But yeah, we the humidity is strong here. It's not like Louisiana humidity, but it's pretty strong here. And I'm assuming up in Montana, there's probably very little humidity up that high in the mountains. So that probably helps a little bit.
1: There's almost no humidity up here. That's the yeah. one thing that's great. I mean, you know, I grew up on the East Coast in uh just outside of Philly and, you know, you had 100% humidity on 100% days. It's like you walk outside and you just turn into a sweat ball. Um here it's just you walk out like, eh, "That's that's a little warm."
0: It is. Uh RL says heat, humidity, it all sucks for fat guys like me. Um FNH says, got him a PSA AKP with the SBA3 brace a while back. Nice. Uh, Jason says, Washington State has been very hot. Um, Hot at night to sleep. That's the thing is, you know, it's usually, let's say, 92, 93 is kind of like what our probably average is for the summertime. And it gets down to about 72, 73, maybe 70 at night. So it's not cool enough to open the windows up which if it would get down to like in the 60s i'd open the window up at night but it, it doesn't during the summertime so I, last year it's like so my wife she wants to keep the house like in the 77 degrees like that's where she the island girl that's where she's happy i'm sweating she's freezing if it gets below 77 uh, and i'm sweating balls and so last year she got me like a little clip-on fan you plug it into the wall or whatever a little clip-on about that big and i put it like on my nightstand, I put it right, right on my head. Uh, so when I sleep at night, I've got the fan going. That's the only way that I could survive. And I, I like it cold. Like if you could hang meat, I'd probably be pretty happy or, um, when I sleep. Yep. I don't care during the day, but at night I like it really, really so, cold. At night.
2: So weight loss tip, your body burns more calories, the colder you are because it has to stay warm. So actually it being cold at night, you can actually burn calories while you sleep. Fun fact.
0: Thanks, Richard Simmons. Appreciate you. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's and I didn't know that, but, uh, you know, that's a great thing to have. So, yeah, we um, man, it's this time of year. It's the dog days and it's getting ready to be the dog days. Um, If they're not already here, it's it's getting ready to get lit up um, next week. So, yeah. Luckily, we very rarely here reach 100 as far as the actual temperature. We'll get to like 96, where with the humidity, it feels like 108, 109, 110. And that's that's always fun. But, um, yeah. So, now, Delray brings up something we actually are looking at. It says you should get those dual mattresses that are temperature-controlled for each side. So, those things are freaking expensive as hell. That being said, we we're I was looking for something and they have like a uh it's kind of like a pad if you will that it goes on top of your mattress you can have whatever mattress you want but it's like a little pad and it's um you plug it into the wall and it holds like a it's like a three gallon thing of water or whatever and you can fill that pad up and it's it's a king size we have a king size but it'll be like both sides are, are separate where I could put water on mine and then when you turn it on, you can kind of temp control the water temperature. And so it's kind of like a little pad that goes underneath the sheets and all that, but it can keep it cool or hot. So we're thinking I'll get one of those and um, yeah, I'm too cheap honestly to get one of those dual control mattresses, but I can go and spend maybe a couple hundred dollars and get one of these water control temperature pads. that goes on top of the mattress that might do the exact same thing. So she could be happy. Um, I've actually tried to say, Hey, can we just put it down to like 72 and like put your electric blanket on your side and I'll be fine. You'd be fine. Turn the electric blanket on and I'll be cool. But no, that doesn't work. So it's what it is. It's what it is. Um, we all know who's the boss in the house. It's not me. Not me. Not me. Uh, anyways, um, let's see here. F and H let's take this one. Anyone use the dog death grip shooting tripod? I got the carbon fiber model for $200 at midway. Haven't used it yet. Did I did play with it though? Um, I have not, um, any of you guys, whether it's the, the, the bog death grip or any tripod, I'm assuming he's talking about like the stand up tripod that you hook up the rifle to. I don't particularly like them. Um, I've seen a couple of them over the years, but I mean, you know, that's just me. Um, but I don't do a lot of some, I don't do a lot of precision shooting that I would probably need one of those either. So if you guys ever used one of the tripods,
1: no, I just, that's not the type of shooting I do. So I've always seen them and I always thought they were kind of cool, but I look at it and go, I just can't drop any money on that because it's just not, that's just not the shooting I do. Yeah. Um, bog is good stuff.
2: And, um, yeah, that death grip, I mean, you can go from standing to prone.
0: With, oh, you, you can lower it like a normal tripod?
2: Well, it doesn't lower the legs. And Mr. FNH can correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the legs will articulate out. You know what I'm oh, saying?
0: Oh, they'll just go out. Okay,
2: okay. So that, you know, the further the legs go out, obviously the lower it will get, sure. right? And so, so you can literally...
0: Like a, so it's not like a camera tripod where the legs will go up and down. It's just spread it's, it, the it's, legs out and so, the drop
2: yeah, so it's like, a cam- imagine a camera tripod without the braces and the center post in the, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You know, you got the three legs and then you got that center post and everything's braced. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, but get rid of all those braces where the legs articulate independently.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let me just go over here real quick to the. Uh,
2: but yeah, Bog is, uh, Bog's good stuff. Bog. I, you know, I don't own anything, Bog, but I have been on many many hunting trips that i've used somebody else's stuff.
0: okay yeah okay yeah this well, it's a little just bit. like pretty much other tripods that i've used and all that yeah um but yeah I, like i said for me he goes it goes from seven inches to six feet that's pretty cool mm-hmm. good buddy out there up in idaho what's up rod how you doing my man rod.
2: say hi to shelly
0: say hi to shelly hope this Back down south, you got to let us know and we'll try to hook up or something. Um, maybe for NRAM or USCCA or whatever it is you guys get down here. So, yeah, so tonight, um, we're going to talk about something that, uh, it, it's for me, it's it's always fun, but um, you know, uh, this is something that it gives,
2: me a, gives me a rash, but teach them
0: it is, it is. I, I get it, <laughs> and a lot of what you say and do, you know, I get the hives and all that, so that's that's why we get along so well. Um, is we have zero in common just kidding uh we have a lot in common um it's just a lot of what we enjoy doing are completely different which is kind of interesting that's why we have such good conversations on the phone bud. um but yeah uh one of the groups on facebook you know, like i said I, i'm a lot of concealed carry edc groups and all that well, get a lot of questions out there. Snob says first, we can start now. So now that snob's here, we'll start getting into the topic. Thank you, bud. Um, but one of the questions they're talking about different. So I'm new to carrying and all that. What are some items that we should be looking at? And I start thinking, well, we've done that. We've 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 done that a lot. But the EDC loadout, because I think when people think EDC loadout, they think on their person or they think you know whatever but there's a lot to go into edc and it might not necessarily be firearms and, and all of that stuff um because it's called everyday carry it doesn't mean you gotta carry a gun so i put a poll out there this morning and let me refresh real quick and see we are up to 262 votes and i said what's the most important item you have in your edc loadout knife is at sixteen percent. Gun is at sixty-six percent. Tourniquet at two percent. First aid kit at eight percent. And a light is at um. Get rid of that. That's and horrible. a light is at seven percent. Seven percent. Horrible. So, well, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, what do you guys think of that poll? And I only put five things I out there. That- I figured a gun was going to get it, but. I was a little surprised. But why? At the-
2: why? It's like, first of all, who died and made EDC all about d- defense, Guns. right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: I use things every day that I need to carry that have that my life doesn't depend on them. I don't need them to defend myself, but I need them every freaking day. Now, nice being one of them, right? Yep. Um, yeah. So I don't, it, it boggles my mind and it makes me wonder if people are just, It's people's perspectives, right? I get it. But -hmm. it's like, should people stop and think? And I mean, that's the value of a podcast like this is to discuss these things and think Mm -hmm. about it. But, you know, what are the odds you're going to use that firearm?
0: Yep, And that's the thing. And that's your most important. Really? two, Two thirds of the 260 some odd votes were firearm. And I almost, and I probably should have, I almost worded it saying, aside from your firearm, you know, what would be because I knew that firearm was going to be the big one,
2: but I'm glad whether you did not, because that gives whether, us insight, you know.
0: Yeah, whether yeah. or not people are actually these numbers are truthful or not, it makes no difference. But knife is 16%, uh, well, ifac is 8%, a tourniquet's 2%, 2%. I thought maybe, maybe a little bit higher. I was hope. I guess maybe I was hoping it'd be a little bit higher, but light it only 7% um, is something that kind of surprised me. I honestly thought that light would be second place behind gun. Um, not, I, would not think, that I was surprised that knife wasn't, but the, disp- the, the 16% to 7%, that's a big gap between knife and light. So, yeah.
2: I would think knife and or light would
1: duke it out for first and then the other one be second. Yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, you know, for me, especially with my day job, a knife is just so critical because, you know, we're opening boxes, um, you know, we're we're cutting twine. We're we're doing all kinds of other things. The knife is
0: just self-defense, you know, you pull this out. You've got you've got you can do all sorts of stuff with this little thing right here, you know.
1: And for me, the reason why a knife would be number one is not necessarily just because of the utility of a knife, but if you're in a car and you're in an accident, you are not going to cut your seatbelt away with your gun. You know, I can actually use my knife to get out because I can cut the seatbelt away. It's got the glass breaker in the back that I can punch out a window. Um, it To me, it's just such an overall utility that why would that not be the first thing I think of?
0: Yep. And and that's something that we talk about all the time that um, with weapon-mounted lights and all that, but this is the Streamlight Wedge, and it's a little bit big for uh, pocket carry for me, but I, I am carrying it right now to kind of see before I do a review on it and all that. It's a great light. Just, you know, not, not the size of, you know, my favorite edc light is the stream light micro usb great little light about this about that size perfect little light a little bit big but it's a good light but one thing people tend to forget that a light's not just to be able to see with and all that this especially the lights they have now that are led these things can be weapons in themselves in self-defense if you're five six feet away from someone and you feel them coming at you and you shine that right in their bright light in their eyes I don't, I'm not saying they're going to stop and fall down and start crying, but what they will do is stop for a second, turn their head, shield their eyes, and that gives you time to get the hell out of dodge or move. Or at least if, if you have to go to your gun at that point, that few seconds for them stopping and going, oh my gosh, that gives you time to draw, maybe find some cover, whatever the case may be. But a light can be used as a weapon as well. Um, because we're talking about everyday carry and and clover brings up a great point what are the odds and 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 i carry do i carry every single day i try to there are times and situations where i know i'm going to be somewhere that i can't carry there and i don't want to leave it in my truck so there are times that i may not but here is the thing i can carry a light with me anywhere anywhere no matter if i'm going to meet the president that light is not going to be i can take this on an airplane no matter what a light can go anywhere with you at any time so um be think about the outside the box but and clover was saying like what are the odds that you're going to have to use your gun i hope to god we never do um put it to you this way if if i have to draw Things are getting ready to get really bad because I'm, I'm this is just me and I'm not speaking for anybody else. If I draw, I'm not drawing to see what's going to happen. If I have to draw, I've already sat there and said it's time and we're getting ready to go crazy. I'm drawing and shooting, that's the last side of the fence. So I have a knife, I have this. There are a lot of things, but that's the whole point when it comes to EDC and everyday carry. Everyone, I think, or most people, especially in our little community and, and all of that, in our lifestyle, EDC straight goes to defense, and that necessarily doesn't have to be the case. Um, I know that. Well, the uh, one thing
1: about a flashlight is that you can de-escalate with a flashlight really quick. Mm-hmm. Right. If you pull, if you pull a gun or a knife, things escalate pretty quick, and it's a lot harder to go backwards at that yeah. point
0: yeah, I'm gonna say hi to my buddy Hans out there. Hans uh, is here from A lot harder to go Hold on here. I need to at that uh, point pause this because he's been having trouble with um commenting. So I want to find out if he has possibly been blocked or banned or something on YouTube. So Hans, if you can go, over to the YouTube side and try to comment on that side. I'll try to see if it shows up on my feed or not. And maybe you're blocked by one of my mods or
2: Yeah, it was who my fault. It was my fault. I probably did
0: it. Well, he said he didn't try to do this for a long time. And has never, he can go, he's logged into you. He actually showed me this weekend um, and he can comment on videos, but when he goes to one of our live chats on YouTube, not only can he not comment, he can't even see the live chat. So it's kind of strange. I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh but yeah, uh Clover, I know that you were unmuting a couple times throughout my little uh rant and spiel, so you have anything you want to bring up and talk about?
1: Well,
2: just not to, so that we don't you know, I don't want to gloss over with you know what I said about the the firearm and how I don't understand why a gun would even remotely be number 1. Um mm-hmm. but Let's also make no mistake that your firearm and probably the tourniquet are the two most important things that if you need them, you're going to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's a life or death thing if you need it. Now, the odds, either both of them, odds are high you're going to, or low, I should say, astronomically low that you're going to need them. But the need for them is going to be extremely high should that situation present itself. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, um, Hans says I see you live, but no comments from anyone. So I don't know. That's weird. Many well,
2: he's on he's on the, he's on the face he's on the Facebook side. There, there, there's probably nobody on Facebook. No, no, no.
0: He's on, on on YouTube. Like when he goes, when he goes, he wants to go to the YouTube. and be uh, involved
2: That's why so he's so on, he the
0: side. on the Facebook. That's why he's on the Facebook because he can't gotcha. comment, not even not even out comment. He can't even see comments from anyone else on the YouTube side, so it's really strange. It's up 223. Grim, the tactical reaper, is out there, G23 is out there, anyways. But yeah, so that's kind of something that we're gonna I want to talk about is we're gonna talk about on person carry, off person carry, whether it's vehicle, EDC bag, whatever it is. So I'm gonna start with Rogue and say, Rogue. Aside from cell phone keys, wallet, the stuff that we're all going to grab no matter what, you know, cell phone keys, wallet, watch, whatever. Um, What are some items, and it doesn't have to be every day, but typically on a day when you leave the house and you're going to go out and and spend the day out at work or wherever out in town, what are some items that on person that you try to keep, uh, keep on you?
1: Well, I try to keep a flashlight. Uh, first of all, knife knife is always with me because there's sometimes I don't carry a gun. Uh, I carry a knife. I carry that flashlight that you're playing with there. Um, and I agree, that's a hard pocket carry, but I carry in my back pocket.
0: That's where I'm as car- we having to carry it right now is. So I carry.
1: Open. Yeah, I carry a knife in the back pocket. Uh, I carry that in the back pocket because I have a ridge wallet. So my Ridge Wallet is actually in my front pocket. So, um, But it's definitely knife, flashlight, and then I go uh, to whatever gun I'm going to carry and then a spare mag for that gun.
0: Okay. Um, Clover, what about you? On, on a normal day when you're going to go and you're going to be gone all day out of town or whatever, are there any items that, are always going to be with you or items that depending on the situation that you have taken with you on an everyday carry.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, um, definitely going to be a light knife as Rogue said. Uh, now I'm currently carrying the same light uh, this well, one? I'll alternate because you know, we got those for testing and whatnot. Yeah. Um, my true spec pants have a little off. Uh, they got a little pocket off the front pocket mm-hmm. that's specifically for stuff like that. And it fits in there. Perfect. Um,
0: and, I, during the summertime, I'm not wearing my tack pants to work. So that's and, where I'm going to go with the long yeah, pocket. And
2: the size of that doesn't bother me too much because the, I'm really used for years and years. I had the Streamlight. Um, I think it's called the Streamlight stylus, which is okay. like the two, the two triple size light which was which was fairly long um mm-hmm. so uh, um yeah yeah um other than that i mean not necessarily because i smoke because it comes in handy but a lighter um you a, a fire source comes in handy every now and then for other things
0: yeah um obviously i have a lighter with me but like you said it's not just for lighting cigarettes it's for a heat source very quickly um that you can if you need it, it's there.
2: Yeah, we're talking on body right now, right?
0: On body, on yeah. body. Um, I carry also in my right pocket, I carry um um oh they're called. Um holy hell, I'm tired. Um, anyways, they're little small, those molded decibels. Decibels is the company, but I got them a few years ago at Rain's Day. They were doing uh, they were giving them away for free. Um, you get them molded real quick at the at their little booth at the range, and they're just little plugs. They're not electrical or electronic or Bluetooth, or anything. they're just plugged. But they're molded. Keep those in there. Why? Because they're small, easy, just in case you never know when you're going to need here. Not just for firearms, but you never know when you're going to need hearing protection. All that. Obviously, um, the knife. And I go through different knives. So there's about ten knives that I rotate. I don't even know what brand this one is. I like it a lot, though. But uh, it's, it's 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 very slender. Um, you know, I, I, I like it. So, what's up?
2: You, you know, you bring up we bring up the hearing protection. See, I don't wear glasses, but when mm-hmm. I leave the house, and most of the time I'm wearing them around the house because I'm doing things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, whether it's shades or, you know, I, I wear my 180 gold mostly, which they transition into shades, but.
0: Yeah, and I always wear glasses in the summertime. I always wear them right up there on my forehead. Because
2: same thing. I mean, not, not only is it help cut you know the sun or whatever, depending on what you're doing, but also if you're, you know, whether you're mowing or trimming, right? I mean, you could be slinging things around that could potentially get in your eyes. So, uh, And then a pen or a, or a marker uh, is another thing, too, that I forgot about. Something, Some type of writing utensil. Usually a Sharpie.
0: I I don't carry one on person typically. Um, I used to, and then I found that I would leave them in my pants or shorts or whatever. And you don't want to wash a pen in your pants, so I I started not carrying a pen. I've always got pens around. I got a ton of them in the vehicle and obviously in my backpack. But that's just me. Uh, But no, a pen's a good one. Uh, I mean, a click pen.
2: You talk about you know defensive use. A click pen, man. You could put the well hurt on somebody with a click band.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Buck says the first thing he grabs a 10-millimeter wrench. It's the only way I won't lose it. <laughs> there right. you go.
2: Yeah.
0: Speaking of the, the their mechanic in him, uh, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's one thing, and, and it might not be an on-person, but we talked about it earlier. Mandatory carry says, it, and that was going to be one that if if on, on the poll, if I was going to say aside from – a gun, and I had another choice. I was going to put a multi tool, and I personally don't carry a multi tool on person. I've got one in my backpack. I've got another one in the car. I've got one at work. I've got them all over the place, all over the house. Um, but I know a lot of people, especially if if they do use tools or, or, or something like that a lot on a daily basis, then yeah, a, a multi tool, something that a lot of people talk about. They have and. Do you guys carry one rogue? Do you carry a multi-tool every now and then?
1: I do. I I actually off-body carry that on my pack because uh, our data center at work is actually inside the Federal Reserve building. Um, So for me to do that, I have to go through full body scanners and all kinds. It's almost like going through TSA to get into that bank. But we are not allowed to carry a knife, but I can carry a multi-tool. Yep. So, um, so I have a knife in the multi tool, plus pliers, screwdrivers, and all that stuff. Um, so I'll carry that off body.
0: So um, here is my little backpack that I call my gray man. Uh, well, let's just do this because we're going to start talking maybe a little bit. Um, anything else we want to? Dad says another one. He, he brings me a really good point. He said, people don't like to admit that EDC is a fluid subject, depending on your job. If you go to school or you go places where obviously you can't carry guns or knives, um, you can't legally carry what you want to carry. And and that's very true. And and that's one of those things where, um, so I want, I want to start with Clover on this one. When you start thinking EDC, like when I say the word EDC, does your mind, because you brought it up earlier, does your mind go straight to defense or Things that I might need throughout the day, maybe not defense, just tools or you know whatever it is. When you hear the word ADC, what is your where does your mind immediately go to? Clove. Oh, he might be stepped out. You there?
2: Yeah, I'm here. Oh, um, okay. Everything good? Yeah. rephrase it.
0: Okay, so when I, if you if I was to say. What's your EDC like? What's important to you for EDC? And you hear the word EDC, does your mind go to self defense no, or does no. it go to tools that you could use in that's everyday what, life?
2: Yeah, no, no, that's what I thought you asked, and I'm like, yeah. I, I kind of covered that already.
0: He well, wasn't it was listening. He wasn't listening.
2: Anyway, uh, no, like I said, I, my mind doesn't immediately go to, to defensive. Right. My goes, mine goes to what you know, what I need. Yeah. Um, to comment on that, and, and it's interesting that you asked that because that was going to be what I was going to say about a multi-tool. Um You know, as you know, if I'm in my truck, what do I need a multi-tool for, right? I'll pop the toolbox and I've got pretty much anything, definitely enough stuff to swap an alternator. Um That's So n- not really a need, but if I'm going somewhere else and I perceive that, hey, might I need that, right, then yeah, I'm going to take a. Uh, th- at that point, I will likely carry on body, uh, a multi-tool.
0: Yeah. Rogue, I want to say the same thing to you. On person, on body carry, when you hear the word EDC, where does your first your thought go to?
1: I go to need. It's and not need of a gun or anything. I go need of tools. And, you know, I talked about the knife, the flashlight, but I also look at my pistol as also being a tool. Um, whether I need that tool or not on me, will decide whether I'm going to put it on. Um, most times, most times I carry, but not all, you know, I, sometimes I don't. So I'll make that decision of, I don't need this tool on me and I just won't carry it.
0: Absolutely. Now, Jason says, I pretty much have everything I need within arm's reach. Even a multi-tool can save valuable time. No doubt about it. Multi-tool is extremely important. Um, So now we're going to talk a little about maybe off person and it doesn't necessarily mean like truck inside your vehicle. Some people, the ladies out there, some guys, I don't judge might carry a purse. Uh, I carry a backpack. Uh, A lot of people carry backpacks, fanny packs, whatever to where it's not necessarily going to be on you at all times. But, you know, for, for instance, the backpack, you know, uh, throw this in the vehicle, on a daily basis and, and all of that, what goes into that. So when you start talking about off-person carry, whether it's we'll, – let's we'll just combine vehicle and backpack. When you start talking about off-person carry and items that you might take with you that aren't going to be on your person, does that now we start probably expanding your list a little bit. Um, one thing I want to bring up before we go into this is, is something I just thought about, and – I know a lot of people do. I don't on person, but I always have some in the car and all of that. But how many people out there, and if you're out there, let me know, some of that we don't necessarily think about, but how many people carry um, like portable chargers for your electronics or especially just a charging cable? Um, Some people will take a little, you know, maybe a two-foot cable, wrap it up and always have it in your pocket just in case you're somewhere that you need to charge something clover rogue jump in do you guys ever think about carrying a portable charger on not at a shot show or at events but on an everyday basis either a portable charger or a charging cable at all do you guys ever think about doing that
1: so what i do for my car is i have a jump box so that way if i ever need to jump and there's nobody else to jump off of uh i have that jump box and on that jump box has 110 and 12 volt and USB. Mm -hmm. So from there, I can do just about anything I need to for you know, if I need to charge a a phone, you know, I can use a regular USB cable or I can grab the cigarette, you know, the cigarette cable out of the the car and I can plug it right into that jump box. Or if I need to charge a computer, because I'll be out in the field and I may need a computer, I can plug the computer directly into that jump box as well and charge that computer. So, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty aware of, of the need of charging while I'm away from the house or away from the office.
0: Yeah, Mandatory Carry says I need to find a solar charger. Man, they, they've got some really good solar chargers out there that are not that expensive. I mean, things are coming down in prices so well. Uh, there, there's some good ones. Uh, G23 says I have a six-foot cable and I have three extra battery packs. You know, I I don't carry three of them, but I always have one, if not two, sometimes in my truck at all times um, for battery packs. And I've got cables out the wazoo in the truck for, uh, unfortunately, my cell phone and other things run different size. So I've got this one cable that's got like four different hookups to it because it's pretty much going to fit an iPhone or Samsung or whatever the case may be. We can definitely uh, do that. Pat says 20,000 milliamp battery pack in the bag. There you go. Uh, 223 says keep a a charging cable. Keep my get home bag full of a fresh first aid kit. So, yeah. So, now I I forgot about that because I just thought about that. I was like, oh, man, like, like, you know, having battery charging and power, everyone's life revolves around electronics these days. You know, a lot of people tend to forget. Maybe if you don't want to carry a, a battery pack, but having a cable to being able to plug in wherever you are could get you five or ten minutes of charge and and good to go. But let's start talking about maybe off body carry, whether it's an inside the vehicle or a backpack. And let's start with a backpack. So, clove, uh, you. I saw you unmute. You want to say something before we move on?
2: Nah, go ahead. Just yeah, go ahead. Okay. i'll jump in i'll jump in once you once we get going
0: okay so let's start talking about off person carry whether it's a backpack a purse uh whatever it may be something that it's not necessarily going to stay in the car it's going to go with you but it's not going to be on your person at all times briefcase whatever it would be what are some items aside from now where we've we have know what we're going to take let's, let's say we're going to take the firearm a light um a knife the basics that we take on person what are some of the things that now now that you might have a backpack that you would probably add to that edc list that is not going to be on your person but it's going to be with you most of the time uh, i want to start with clover on this one um anything if you were going to carry a fanny pack backpack whatever it would be that you would now add to that now that you've got a little bit more storage room
2: as far as the truck goes, I mean, I, I pretty much carry the, the big range bag and then my personal range bag. I, I have those, um, sometimes, and then I've got a med bag too. And then sometimes there's even a medium size range bag. Um, no, as far as, is off body carry or what you should at least have on hand in the car, uh, food and water, some type of food and water for sure. Um, I've gotten out before doing things and there'd be no water and you, you spend several hours out there and you're starving to death. And I mean, even a granola bar or, you know, I mean, something, just something to, to, uh, to munch on just to get you by another few hours so you can get home or get to a place to eat or whatever. And, and obviously water, I mean, with the way heat and everything, uh, is, I mean, a couple of, of bottles. At the very least, it's it's not anything you want to be toting around, but you know, if you can keep a few of those in your car or something like that, maybe carry one at a time, go back and get another one when you need it.
0: So, this is a Columbia um, bag, and I've kind of gone away from the tactical bag on an everyday thing. I kind of gone gray man recently, which I'm all for. It's got a little couple on um, white side so carry a water bottle and all that. I took it out because it's going to be flopping around. Um, but water, yeah, I always carry at least a couple bottles of water And here. I'll go with a, a life straw, uh, just in case. And this is not necessarily an EDC bag. It could be a get home bag or a 24 hour bag or whatever. Life straw can get you a lot, but everyone knows that I, I always have gummy bears. And when I say I have gummy bears, I've got, this is just, an, you know, a handful. I've got another, about another handful or two in there, but I always keep these individually packed gummy bears. Um, snack on whatever um but yeah i always have gummy bears with me and they, they fit anywhere so that's that's the great thing um about gummy bears is they can fit pretty much anywhere uh, the great thing about them is their sugar they'll give you some uh good good stuff but they'll keep you awake and they don't smell a whole lot they do smell a little bit but they're not going to smell them very far away which is a good thing now inside from about food I do like where he was going with like granola bars, so let me take this. Oh, by the way, I did get... Uh, I don't really care, but um, on the old pistol, got the Sylvan Arms foldable adapter. And I put on the pistol, and now it'll fit in this bag without having to take the upper and lower uh, apart. So that's pretty cool. Got that in today. Got it installed. Uh, really cool. But on here, I'll have... Um, Got some like some what do you call it trail mix type stuff. This stuff is really you know you can do a lot of that. Um, I've got uh, these little MRE sandwiches that you can fold up and keep in here. Uh, I also have a a twenty liter uh, bladder water bladder inside here that if I need to I can run out. I'm not gonna have uh, I'm not gonna run out of water um very easily it's gonna take a it's gonna take a you're gonna have to be somewhere far away from any kind of water for me to to run out of water between this and my bladder um i'll be able to find water with that life straw or with heat with my lighter i can heat up some water very very easily so yeah food's a good one um rogue uh let's just stay on food real quick what kind of food snack items um or do you keep food or snack items around with you
1: I always keep food or snack with me. Um, I'm gluten intolerant. So I get to the point where, you know, everybody's eating, but I look at that food and I go, I just can't eat that um, Mm -hmm. because I just know I'm going to be sick. So I keep kind bars in my pack. And uh, because I I know I can eat them. You know, I can I can live 72 hours off of them if I really, really wanted to. Um, But, yeah, I keep lollipops also in my pack as well. So that way, um, you know, for for me, I do a lot of talking for my day job, and your throat gets dry. And I will need something to suck on. So I'll have a lollipop, or even sometimes some jolly right? Yeah, thanks.
0: You said
1: (laughs) that way, you know, I gotta get business somehow, right? (laughs) You gotta pay the bills. But no, I'll keep uh, Jolly Rancher sometimes, or even just gum uh, for that stuff. Gum, gum. Yeah. and
0: then gum, absolutely.
1: and then yeah, I mean, you'll see me drink this on air. I drink a lot of water because I also make a lot of kidney stones, so yeah. I have to keep hydrated to uh, to deal with that. So I'm, I always have at least this, and I also in my pack for my day job. I also have a bladder that I can put in the back of my pack as well.
0: Now, G23, same bladder for water. Yeah, it's called a a water bladder. Some people call it camelbacks, whatever. But it's like mine's like a 20 liter. I think it's a 20 liter or something like that. Um, And it's, it's about yay tall, about a foot tall and about six inches wide. You fill it up and it's got a little hose that comes out that you can can drink and all that and he's got a little backpack and throw it on and so if you're walking or whatever hiking you can throw that on and it's got a little tube that you can drink out of And like i said so yeah that's that's always a good one um twenty dollars is twenty dollars exactly right all right um so yeah uh pat says spam cliff bars sardines cracker water packets ramen noodles granola bars extra can of chew um that's something like that i would probably carry in like a um rggs out there what's up homes um that's something like i would keep for like a three-day assault pack like a a three-day bug out bag 72 hour whatever you want to call it i could see myself doing the spam the ramen noodles all that stuff Just on a regular basis, like for this one, now I've got that three-day bag in my vehicle, so if I ever need it. But for every day, I'll I'll just carry stuff. I don't want to weigh it down, but I'll carry like the, the, the gummy bears and maybe some granola or an MRE sandwich. And that might be something just simply as you are driving home and you have a blowout or something happens or you're in traffic and next thing you know, you're going to be there for an extra 45 minutes to an hour. You get hungry, you snack on. It's not necessarily for survival. It's just a snack on survival food and EDC food. In my opinion, are two completely different things. Um, Now I would use gummy bears for that survival as well. And MRE stuff is survival as well, but just an everyday carry backpack, try not to load it down too much. Uh, you don't want to, you know, look like you're going on an expedition out there. Like I said, I've gone to an, a gray man uh, sense of of things where I don't want to start carrying like FDE with a lot of Molly stuff and a backpack because it just looks, you know, you want to be able to blend in no matter where you are. So a good solid black, you know, little port or whatever, you can go to Walmart and find yourself just a gray or a black something that's going to fit in and, and all of that. It's, it's really, uh, a really good idea. I'm not saying if you want if you want to go tactical, by all means do it. But you're going to bring maybe unwanted attention. People might be like, what's in the bag and all that? So like I said, I've gone kind of gray man um, and um, use it to, to kind of blend in a little bit to where if I walk into work and I have a backpack on, it's not, you know, it doesn't look like a range bag. You know, it's just a backpack and it's what it is. Um So I don't know if Clover's back yet, but I'm going to go back to Rogue real quick and say, okay, food aside now, we've kind of got some snacks and all that. What are other things that you're going to keep in the vehicle or in a backpack um, when you leave the house?
1: So for inside the car, I have another backpack that I keep. It's just a a day hiking pack and it's got a small toolkit in it and also um, um a first aid kit in there as well, and I also keep extra like nitrile gloves and and and, and those type of things. Plus a little extra food. Um, so that's kind of you know I have my regular pack for my work, which got has my computer and that type of stuff in it. I have a kind of like a a break you know my breakdown kit, which is the toolkit, and then um, and then another pack that is a, a different story. For uh, a little longer of a, a yeah. away from home bag,
0: yeah, that's the same one thing. Me, I, I, I've got what what I call a three day assault bag, go bag, um, and it's in it stays in my vehicle. And that's gonna be if I've got to survive for three days nope. or whatever. Um, this is not that bag. This nope. is literally a day thing. So I can go through it real quick, and and, and I do keep a tarp. Um, it is what it yeah. is, but I keep a tarp. You can use it for a lot of reasons, just for shape. But I honestly I put in this bag because I put in the back and it kind of gives this backpack some structure to where when I've got my, my AR pistol in here, it, it, it doesn't but this, this tarp actually works as a good one. But uh yeah, so I'll just go through mine. Um I've got big camp knife. Um that's uh got this at want actually, but you know my my camp knife that uh, i can do a lot of things with that stays in there i don't know if i have ring this thing but um like i said i've got some of those mre food things um and all of that so then i go into this also i have my ar pistol will be in this one so go into here it sounds crazy um but this is some energy powder for my water I'll keep a couple of these if you need to stay powder you throw in a bottle of water it helps um i keep these everywhere but it it sounds crazy but uh, i've got them all over the place but rescue blankets you know you never know when you're going to need something like that but you can also use it for a lot of different things a portable battery charger with my cable an extra flashlight um obviously the multi-tool is always in there um so then I go in, always got, always keep paracord, my first aid kit. Um, I got some um, some bleed stop stuff. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. You get this for pretty cheap. But it uh, just comes in little packets. Um, it's just called bleed stop. So if you guys are, that's something you could always think about as well. Uh, keep those in there. Um, poncho, always carry a poncho. Once again, you can use that for a lot of different. But that's all uh, fine, Danny, but yeah. Um, I got tourniquets. I've got um, 230 round Glock sticks, ammo magazines uh, that will fit that AR9. So that's I, I don't keep I don't carry magazines, extra magazines on my person. I've never been one of those guys. I don't particularly like to carry extra magazines. You um, put this back in, tourniquet back in. Um, so I'll forget, but I, I've never been that guy that carries extra mags in my person, but I do carry them in my bag and I have some in the vehicle as well. But, um, Clover, we're going to bring you in and say, aside from like food and all of that stuff, once again, we're talking vehicle backpacks, whatever it is. Once we start expanding where we're going, I know you said you've got those range bags, but are there certain items that you're always going to have in your vehicle that maybe if, if someone's thinking well, the, about outfit so, they might think about all the time
2: so i've got when i say range bag right i'm talking about a big bag it's a saw yeah. uh yeah. and it's it's huge right it's of course so back in the day when you've got you know 100 120 kids out on the range you know what i mean um you need all kinds of things so i had ponytail holders you know back in the day i mean you don't think about that but literally seriously girls would show up the hair would be in their eyes how are they going to shoot like that um so there's Since all my kinds hair of is
0: grown i actually keep those in my pocket too yeah
2: not, so um you know there's all awesome. kinds of things um so when i say using air quotes with range bag there is other other things and then you i've know, got I've and then i've got also the big med bag mm-hmm. uh, but like i said my quote-unquote personal range bag is like pared down necessity things, right? So like a Ziploc bag with a few band-aids and some ointment, for example, uh, in my personal bag, along with, of course, a tourniquet. didn't take up up my space, so why not? Um, You talk about, um, I don't do, you know, you got your your AR pistol there. Um, I go 22. Uh, Lately, it has been this Browning Buckmark Micro Bull. It's really small. Uh good lord, you know, I could I could easily shoot squirrels 50 yards with it, uh or rabbit or whatever, right? Uh ammo bin twenty-two, light, easy to carry a lot of if I if I need to. Um one thing I don't know if anybody's brought it up, but it's very, very cheap to do uh is some fishing line, fishing hooks, and fishing weights. Uh, and you can put, you can get, you can literally buy a fishing line for a buck, 97 cents. I think I had to buy some for a project here not too long ago, weights and hooks you can get. So for about three bucks and you can literally put that in about a a space, about the size of a cigarette pack. Um, and that just makes sense. It just does. I mean, you can always get worms, grubs, grasshoppers, crickets, probably find something for bait. Um, and you can use a tree limb or just hand fish to the line uh, if you if you need to. So, um, yeah, good good things to have around.
0: I want to say also, if you're out there and you're, and you're taking notes on some of the stuff that we're carrying or other people are talking about in the chat, which are some great things out there, uh, and, and that's something that I do as well. I know, Clover, you probably have to. Rogue, you might have to. But when we go out for more than a day, yeah, I've got to take a bunch of medication with me. That's just the way it goes. I mean, I've got medicines I have to take every day. Um, but anyways, um, when you're thinking about it, if you're going to Walmart or wherever, Academy or wherever you are, and, and I carry paracord in my backpack, or I carry a ton of paracord in my vehicle everywhere, paracord for me is like duct tape. I, I can use it for so many different things. By the way, duct tape, it's another great one to keep in the back of your pack or whatever um because i i'll keep uh in my wallet i take taken an old credit card that's basically what do you call it expired they don't it can't be used anything and you take duct tape so you don't have to carry a big old roll of it but you take duct tape and the, the width of duct tape is almost identical to a credit card and you just Wrap it tight all the way around to where you get a little thing of duct tape around a credit card. You can keep that in your wallet or wherever in your pocket, and you're going to have plenty of duct tape. That's another one to think about. But as far as Paracord, um, I'm going back to Clover here in a second on on, on some med stuff. But um, Paracord, if you've got a chance, and not all Walmarts carry it, but usually academies and outdoors. Uh, places do if you've got an opportunity to buy some what they call survival cord it's a little bit tougher paracord but inside the survival cord one of the things that make up that cord is fishing line so you can utilize it as normal paracord or cut it open and fishing line is in there as well that's something to think about uh, is as well Um, but yeah uh, clover you're talking about some tips on meds
2: well first you talk about duct tape um you can wrap duct tape around a screwdriver. <laughs> and so it's it's two in one. Right. It's two yeah. in one, right? So get get you like I've got um I've got like a twelve in one screwdriver, and then I take and um you know the bits interchange in the end or whatever, and so the, the shaft portion is um plenty wide enough for the two inch or whatever it is, duct tape. Yeah. And then so you can put 10, 12, 15, 20. I don't even know a lot of uh, duct tape wrap around that. It's, it's right there. Right? Totally. Um, yeah, talking about the, the uh, med stuff. Um, yeah, your med kits, whatever. Number one, especially if you're talking about in the vehicle, uh, not a controlled environment, hot, cold, hot, cold, that sort of thing. Um, keep an eye on expiration dates, not just on your medication, but on other things alcohol swabs and other things that may um you know cuz that those expirations are like you can go further than that if you're in your house or, you know, you're, you're prepping in a root cellar or something like that in ideal conditions. You can go a whole lot longer, but I would not advise it. Uh, so make sure that you're checking the dates and stuff like that. Um, the next thing when you talk about any type of a med kit is rapid access is a big thing with something like that. And so what I do, I don't have boxes of gauze and things like that. I have baggies. All of my stuff is in baggies. And. If, what if your hands are wet? What if your hands are what if your hands are bloody, right? Baggies are hard to open. Well, here's where the duct tape comes in. Take you a couple little pieces of duct tape, fold it over the, the edges on the baggie. That gives you some little pull tabs to That's open right. that baggie with. Um, and then that way, if you're in a situation where it's wet or, or whatever, uh, but put everything in baggies because what if you're out in the driving rain? What if it's a situation to where... Um, you know you're caught in a in a flood or you know something like that you want to make sure all your medical supplies stay dry so bag everything up don't just go to walgreens or cbs or walmart and buy the boxes of this that and the other and throw them in there um and yeah organize everything according to the bag small band-aids are in this bag butterflies are in this one the you know round ones are in this bag everything has its own individual bag that way you can grab that one particular thing and you don't have to dig through because who Absolutely. wants to dig through with bloody hands or anything else and be digging through a bunch of stuff. Or you're
0: you're cross contaminating you oil or just is true. Yeah. Vehicle. Yeah. Also.
2: You're talking about cross contamination on a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not a good situation.
0: Um, rogue, come on in. You're talking about, uh, something that I, I, I carry in my three day bag, but not on my everyday bag. um, which might be an interesting to think about go ahead
1: so i i carry zip ties um and i carry them for different reasons because number one i can use them for my day job uh we we go through a lot of zip ties but number two is that you can use them for different things uh you know out here in montana we take trucks out into the hills and beat the ever-loving crap out of them um i had a i actually blew a radiator hose and uh we, we pulled up, and the, the engine was heating up. We stopped and used her to... And we're like, yep, yeah, that was that hose that went. We opened up that that hood, and after everything cooled down, I put zip tie after zip tie on that radiator hose to get some structure, then wrapped it in duct tape. And it's funny, that, that that repair actually held for a week afterwards before I finally get the uh, radiator hose. But uh, zip ties can be used for a lot of things. I used it one time because someone was off road and a bumper bolt fell off of their bumper, you know, it, okay. it unthreaded and we just zip tied the bumper just to, just to hold it. So he's not dragging it, you know, through the woods so
0: and stuff. you go find a, a, a store and find a bolt and not a problem. Yeah.
1: So, um, so yeah, so I, I, I like zip ties cause you can, you can use them for so many things that you don't even think about.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, Razor out there brings up a, a great one. No matter what you decide to do, if it's a backpack or whatever, in your vehicle, organization is great, and that is something that most people would not consider. If you know what pocket, and I, and I keep my things separated, um, like I said, this little front one's gonna have my snacks in it. Okay, so I know that the very front one is gonna have my snacks. This medium pocket, this is all going to be first aid and electronic stuff, whether it's multi-tool, first aid kits, lights, battery chargers, and all of that. That's in here. <laughs> obviously, inside here are my weapons. So, I've got my um, my knives, uh, my magazines, my AR is going to go in the big pouch. So, uh, you try to keep them organized, um, not just because so you can find them quickly. That's obviously very, very important. But what if you're the one that is hurt or something? Someone comes over. He's like, hey, do you have anything? I don't have anything in my vehicle to help. Do you have anything? Yeah, there's a black backpack. And I want you to look in the middle pocket. And that's going to be my first aid kit, my tourniquet, my trauma kit. That's something that people don't think about also. Everyone talks about first aid kits, trauma kits. Maybe not in your EDC bag or whatever. But everyone should have a trauma kit in their vehicle. Um, that's a, a, people don't think about trauma kits they are different than a first aid kit, but, uh, but yeah, organizations to where not only do you know where it is, but you can tell someone verbally or draw a picture or show them that's not with you. That doesn't know anything about this bag where the stuff that might be in the bag that they could use for you or say someone else being able to say hey if you look looking at very 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 front pocket there's some gummy bears this person's having um an attack for diabetes need some sugar whatever go grab some gummy bears they're in that front pouch or that first aid kit or that tourniquet's right there in that medium pouch uh you need a big knife yeah i got a knife in that in that big open pocket knowing where everything is for sure um is where organization is key and I'm, I'm glad that razor brought that up because that is something that um if you're going to put together edc bag or you're going to put edc items in your vehicle and you're going to be something that you want to have with you most of the time organizing it is going to be huge uh, Travis out there says, keep a fire starter in his vehicle bug-out bag with a big lighter. I always have a lighter on me, and I've got 11 of them in my backpack. and other. Ba- I keep a, a package of lighters everywhere. I mean, I, I'm never going to have to worry about running out of fire. Uh, but I also keep fire starter logs, uh, some Vaseline, Vaseline and cotton balls. If you want a cheap, quick way to get a fire started, get a little thing of Vaseline and some cotton balls. Take a scoop, light that cotton ball, and that thing will burn for about ten minutes uh, to light up other twigs or whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, petroleum jelly and um, a cotton ball are a great way to start a fire i I' got a video actually about starting fires so I have you know, um that. I watched a
2: video one time. what I use now is the like the makeup applicator pads, yeah, um, yeah. and they're cotton. I guess they're cotton. Um, but anyway, you just buy you some cheap candles, basically mm-hmm. melt them, you know, in a pot and dunk those in there. So soak those with, um, uh, wax. And of course the wax will help keep them dry. Duh. Right. Once it seals. Sure. And, um, those work really good for, for fire starters. So a few of those down in the bag.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to put. But I'm going to uh, put out in the chat a video if you're interested out there. Um, that's a video uh, that I did this winter sometime. This is how to build a fire three easy ways that you can build a fire outside with that, with with things that you may not think of. Um, so that, that's a really cool. And if you're looking, and they're all easily con- uh, contained to where you can put them in any backpack or the vehicle stuff like that. Um, but yeah, go ahead and check that video out if you want. It's going to give you some ideas on, on some different ways to start a fire. But yeah, always have several ways to start a fire. Always have different ways to get water, whether it's obviously bottles of water or the life straw or iodine tablets. However, um, I keep in here also a, um, a uh, well, like I said, I have the life straw, but I also keep a, like a little, little metal cup that collapses you can pull it up a little aluminum or whatever it's a little cup that collapses but you can pull it up not only do you drink from it you can put water in there put that on a campfire or something heat up boil the water if you want to worry if you're worried about sanitizing water out wherever you need to be once again we're not trying to talk about 72 hour assault bags or survival bags this is everyday bag um but having a couple bottles of water with you at all times it's something as simple as that Um,
2: you know, something that dawns on me mm -hmm. when you were talking about the collapsible water thing that you need Mm -hmm. to keep in mind, your EDC will also change if you have pets with you all the time.
0: That is true. That's true. Yeah. Dog food, uh, probably going to carry an extra couple extra bottles of water for them to be able to drink. Um, well when you so were I mean, talking
2: about the collapsible cup i was thinking they can't just turn up they can't just turn up a bottle so i mean you need something to build i the water carry in.
0: um i carry a little uh tupperware a little circle tupperware it's about that tall and i can just pour a bottle of water in there for the for the pup um you obviously yeah. you can use it for a lot of different things but that's something that i actually do keep in there go ahead rogue
1: we keep a, a stainless steel bowl and a couple of of gallon jugs of water in the truck for the dogs. So that way, because we're out on the weekends, we're always out um, hiking somewhere. So we make sure that we have plenty of stuff for the dogs.
0: Yep. Uh, Steel wool, 9-volt battery. Is that something you add, or are you you answering a question from someone earlier?
1: You can actually start a a fire with a 9-volt battery and some steel wool. Oh,
0: okay, okay. I didn't see... The, the I was just like, that's yeah, I was, I was answering somebody, up yeah, uh, yeah, just very random. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see your car battery and jumper cables. That's something I mean, you always want to keep those in your vehicle as well. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where there's a lot of things that you can keep in your backpack, in your vehicle. And when you start talking about everyday carry, you know, I want people to get out of the mindset of knife firearm and light whether you not you carry a gun every day or not i think everyone should carry a knife and a light on them at all times um but i want you to start thinking outside of of you know and, and a lot of people say well that's just being paranoid be paranoid it's it's not it's called being prepared but putting together a bag that says if if i have a backpack that goes with me everywhere that it's going to be to get me home or get me to work or to get me to point from from point a, something happens between point a and point B and this bath going to help me get to point B or back to point a, whatever that might be. What are some of the things that are going to help you in a 24 hour? I wouldn't even say a 24 hour. I'd say like a 12 hour. What would you need that's going to happen in a 12 hour period that you might need and start thinking about some of that stuff and start thinking, Hey, you know portable battery chargers charging cables for your electronics so, for your computer whatever yeah go ahead
2: so i don't know this has got maybe it got brought up while i wasn't here but in the age of technology something people do not think about that what if you got out got stranded what if there was a situation where the power grid went down map a map
0: yeah, a map is something you should always have. I think most people when they think map, they're gonna go with their phone these days, but having a a a paper map, an atlas, yeah. um and, and, and that's that comes into something else is um this is the it actually perfectly transitioned into what I wanted to transition is part of EDC is knowledge. And it's great to have a tourniquet in your bag it's nice to have a first aid kit in your bag it's nice to have um yeah i mean something as simple as that like clover was saying but having knowledge on how to utilize those items is also extremely important to where anyone can have a tourniquet But if you don't know how to apply a tourniquet, you could actually do more damage than good with a tourniquet. You can have all the stuff in a first aid kit, but if you don't know how to, I mean, it sounds simple, but if you don't know how to pour alcohol and clean a wound before applying a bandage, you could do more damage. So part of, if you're going to decide to start carrying different items, whether it's in a backpack or in your vehicle or or whatever, um, if you're going to carry a mat, it sounds crazy learn how to read a map i'll be willing to bet that most kids these days don't know how to read a map they're not going to be able to just say okay find out where you are on this map i need for you to get to this place 250 miles away and you can't use any major highways for whatever reason I, most people might not be able to do that but learning how to read a map a compass is a great one um yeah, I've got I've – got, uh, my knife has a compass. One of my knives has a compass. Also, I have a watch in there that um, has a compass on it. So, yeah, a compass is a great one to have as well. But absolutely, if you're going to have a map in the car, be familiar in how to read a map. It sounds crazy, but most people wouldn't think about that. And, and, and here's the thing. Drop the ego. If you're going to make that mental decision to start carrying some different items to be prepared, drop the ego. It's okay to say, I don't know how to use a tourniquet. I don't know how to read a map. I don't know how to field dress a wound. I don't know how. Well, guess what? You can go to pretty much any hospital, and they're going to be able to, for usually for free, show you how to fix a wound, how to clean a wound, how to bandage a wound. They'll probably even be able to teach you how to use a tourniquet. And, oh, by the way, it's one of the best things you could ever do take a cpr class learn how to apply cpr on someone talking about saving someone's life without any of this stuff none of this stuff has to be with you you can save a life just by learning how to give cpr um, knowledge is one of the biggest things that very few people think about when they Talk about EDC because you can have all the gadgets in the world, but you don't know how to use them, they don't do anything else. Uh, Clover Rogue, anything else you know on that side of thing? I love the compass, I love the map. I didn't even think about a map, but because I my mind straight went to I've got Google Maps on my phone. What if the grid shuts down? You can't, you're done with that fantastic uh point. Anything else like that? That's the I'm trying to give people ideas that are new to the EDC life, but I love. I love that. Go ahead, guys. Go ahead and jump in.
1: Well, the other thing to think of is if you're using Google Maps, you know, obviously if you don't have internet, you can't use it. Um, You know, here in Montana, we get through a lot of places where we don't have cell coverage. Uh, But I do have a, um, you know, a mapping program on my phone that has offline maps. So that way when I'm in a, when I'm in a dead zone, I still have the maps on top of that. You know, go to your local, um, uh, you know, your local, uh, try to think of the name, but basically, like your me? state gives away maps, you know, to the oh. tourists,
0: sure, um, well, like, the road, go, like the road stops and all that on the highway, yeah,
1: yeah the road stops and stuff, so go, you them. Know,
0: well, yeah, yeah,
1: you can just get them for Rethi-Berry. free from Rethi-Berry. the state, yes.
0: yeah, yep, so, so sure you can. But
1: if nothing else, go get one of those, um, you know. Uh, road atlases are great um and just realize that if you are someplace that you at least know where you're at and you need to make fire your map will help you make a fire
0: this is true yeah if you've got if you've got one of those big old atlases that have all 50 states whatever hey i might not need massachusetts or, or alaska hey i can pull that out and i can and light fire with my absolutely all sorts of stuff just start i guess the whole principle that i'm trying to get out there is for people that are deciding to make this move is open your mind up to possibilities. Think outside the box. Um, You can never be too prepared. And I'm not saying go, you know, get the paranoid and all that, but it's just being prepared. Think about – what your everyday like? is what i'm going to carry in my bag or whatever and what clover and what rogue are going to carry are going to be different we have different jobs we live in different areas we have access to different things around there it might take longer for one of us to get to civilization than the other so we have to plan accordingly but it's all being prepared think outside about and say on an everyday normal everyday that you know it's not irregular where you're having to go drive somewhere that you usually don't go on an everyday basis, how far are you from the nearest gas station? How far are you from the nearest uh, food source, whether it's a gas station or a grocery store or fast food? How far are you from X, Y, Z? And say, am I willing to, worst case scenario, walk to these different places? If the answer is, I don't know if I want to do that or I can't make it, then you might want to have that stuff on hand. Very, very simple. Or can you, do you have enough stuff with you that can get you, you know, sometimes you might be 45 minutes uh, from the nearest town. Yeah. Well, can you, do you have enough supplies that can get you 45 minutes down the road or whatever, whether you're hitchhiking or not, do you have a food source? Do you have water? If you have to hump it all the way there, do you have comfortable shoes that you might If you wear heels or you wear dress shoes on an everyday basis, you might want to think about throwing a pair of running shoes or hiking shoes in the back of your vehicle just in case you gotta start walking out uh st- stuff like that there's always things that you can think about uh clover go ahead I know you said you were gonna bring something up uh where I can hear you wanting to say something
2: well I mean when you you well um, something else popped in my head here yeah what you this is about,
0: conversation you know, you're go talking about it. the
2: gas but I mean how many people carry a gallon or a two gallon gas can in the in their trunk or whatever mm-hmm. um, you know just in case I mean that could be handy even to help somebody else. I mean, somebody's on the side of the road. What's up? Oh, you're going to run out of gas, you know? Okay. Well, let me, I'll be back in a minute, you know, run down the road, get two gallons of gas, bring it back to them, whatever. Uh, but you know, not only for you, I mean, maybe you got to grab that and take off walking because for whatever reason, um, right. gas gauges can lie. And sometimes you can get lost or, you know, something else can happen. Um, the, um, you know, that comes with management. You don't want to store it in your trunk with gas in it. Um, (laughs) But um, the, um, when you were talking about CPR, um, you know, especially last year with, you know, so many things like taking a hard pivot to online and everything else. um, The vast majority of that now you can do online and you just go do a, um, you know, like an in-person type thing that takes, you know, maybe an hour or something like that after you've done everything online. And most of the places, Red Cross, American Heart Association, so forth mm-hmm. and so on, uh, that do CPR, they do all types of other yes, stuff too. And you can mm-hmm. schedule that A few to work.
0: Later, all sorts of stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like I've got um, uh, CPR and then uh, at what they call outdoor first aid, uh, which deals with insect bites and mm-hmm. obviously uh what am i thinking um dang it the injections the shots the
0: allergies and all that stuff yeah
2: yeah, EpiPen. yeah the epi pen use use the epi pen you, have, all that
0: you which, always have to have that because you got to have well, an epi with you
2: uh but then you know yeah 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 it wasn't a big deal for me but somebody doesn't use one you know what i mean no. um uh, mm-hmm. and then um you know it talks about that it talks about plants like uh poison ivy poison oak uh, you know, different allergic reactions, breaks, cuts, mm-hmm. you know, nothing, you know, it doesn't cover anything super major, but, you know, it covers pretty much anything that you would, uh, that would happen in the, in the great outdoors. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, it was like an extra to, to add that on was an extra 15 bucks, I think. Right. And then it yep. took an extra, maybe 30 minutes. uh well Well. the online the online portion was longer than that but the in-person testing Mm -hmm. part it took like an extra 30 minutes so yeah well worth it
0: well worth it yeah educating yourself and and anything and everything like i said depending on your scenario where you live what you're going to be doing where you could be going on a day-to-day basis having some of that stuff um how many people out there uh carry a little thing of motor oil just in case um their car gets a leak well guess what motor oil can be used for a lot of things you don't want to starting a fire a little yeah. bit of motor oil will start a fire very quickly diesel if you carry diesel oh, yeah. um for your truck diesel is a great way to start a a, a quick fire for warmth, for heat for cooking um but all those things you can utilize them for something outside of what their intended purposes is uh, you know, if you carry a thing in water oil, well, guess what? That's something that could be utilized for a lot of different things. So, just like I said, keep that in mind as well. Um, alcohol, um, people, you know, don't think about it, but, you know, if you've got. <coughs> yellow, Whoa. That was not my pup. Um, <coughs> there Good you go. Uh, yeah, mandatory carry says, uh, gotta, <laughs> it reminds me, gotta <laughs> get oil in my car. Yes, you do. Uh, I carry, uh, last month, you need to go get your oil change, buddy.
2: I carry, and it's, it's a convenience thing for me. You're going to use it eventually anyway. Right. Yeah. I carry, um, you know, you can buy the jugs, the big jugs, like a oil change in a jug, whatever. I don't know how many quarts it, I think it's like six quarts or something in there. Um, I carry that in a filter in my, in the toolbox of my truck. And then, you know, if I change my oil, assuming somebody else doesn't do it right. Um uh, then um uh, yeah, I just I'll replace that, you know. And but I've already got it. If if you know, if I happen to maybe something happens to the truck starts using more oil, or maybe I have you know, get a leak on a long trip or something like that, you know. Keep in mind that one quart might not be enough. By the time that you're you know, check oil light, whatever low oil light, all that comes mm, on.
0: Yeah, one quart's not going to do. One nothing.
2: quart is not going to be enough. So I would say go ahead and get that gallon jug of whatever the big jug is, mm-hmm. uh, and put that away. Well, a lot of people don't think about it either, but antifreeze,
0: antifreeze coolant. Yeah, uh, yeah, your beautiful. coolant. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah because windshield wiper fluid. It sounds crazy, but you yeah. know, I mean. If you live um, in the south and where you have a lot of bugs, that stuff is is a necessity sometimes.
2: I'll tell you, and, and application is a pain in the rear and everything else. But mm-hmm. Rain-X, man, Rain-X, your, Yeah, sure. Um, oh my god, and that helps with bugs and just anything that sticks to the windshield and stuff. It seems during like. the
0: wintertime, time, um, I'll 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 take the, the the heat the can the heat in a can type thing. Yeah. And in the wintertime, because if, if if it starts raining, it freezes overnight. You spray that on your windshield, and it melts yep. that ice like that. That you know. Uh, one thing to think about. Yep. Once again, it, it's not. It's it, it's not. I want. I don't want everyone to do everything we're saying. You got to pick and choose what you want to do. But you're talking about oil and an oil filter. Once again, you can start a fire with oil and an oil filter. Just oh, those two right. items. If you yeah. have, I mean, once again, everything that we're talking about. Yeah. Can be used for multiple purposes if you're willing and able to think outside the box. Did, um, um, if you're in that crazy situation where you know weird stuff's happening and you've got to survive, uh-huh. you're gonna have to be able to think of creative ways to survive. You're gonna need heat, you're gonna need food, and you're gonna need water.
2: Did anybody mention earlier about blankets or anything?
0: Um, so not yet because I, I keep, I think I, I've done a video on my vehicle, but I Dude. keep a couple fleece blankets yeah. at all times in my truck. Yeah. I carry fleece. Uh, I've got a couple of hoodies that stay in there that I don't wear that yeah. they stay in there right. uh, for, not just for me, but for other people. I, I take got, mine out every <laughs>
2: now and then to wash them, but that's about it. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, I, I got them, I've got them in a bag and they're wrapped up and so they're not yeah. going to get dirty, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I carry blankets and, and sweatshirts. So yeah.
2: the movement blankets from like Harbor Freight.
0: Oh, that's a good uh, one. Yeah,
2: Very, very affordable. And so if you what ever you get, get
0: those, could, there's a thick of those could actually be shelter if you needed them. Oh, yeah. At,
2: they're, you know, if you ever got yeah. stranded out, you know, mm-hmm. where you're in your vehicle and you just needed that extra warmth. Plus, a lot of people don't think about it. But, you know, what if you got to change a tire? I mean, you can put that down on the ground. Right. Yeah. Um, what yeah. if, what if you get off somewhere and a lot of people don't think about this and winter storms coming through? Well, you could throw that over your windshield. Right, and then you don't have to spray and scrape ice like you're talking about, right? All you gotta do is mm-hmm. pull that blanket off. Um, so you know, there's a lot of different. Uh, but I mean, a tarp. You, you were talking about a tarp earlier.
0: Yeah, I have um, a tarp. I keep a tarp and some ponchos in my bag. I got. Uh, a tarp. Like a tarp can
2: serve tool. the same purpose for covering a windshield or, like I said, getting underneath your car, changing a tire, or whatever. The the to me the drawback of the tarp is it doesn't provide warmth necessarily if you you know needed to wrap up in it.
0: Uh, well, I also have um, right here. I see. I see what you're emergency know what you're, emergency oh, blanket. I've got. Um, yeah, I, I keep these.
2: But then it also won't dry you if you're wet, which a which a blanket would yeah. do too. You could use it almost That's as a true. towel.
0: Well, how so. many of you guys? have I just found these. In my oh
2: yeah yeah These things cost
0: nothing um yeah. you know and, get him, and get at also. the end
2: of the season they expire well, be careful with them because they, they do, do
0: they do uh, but this is something that clover and i were actually talking about on a phone call. we can go into free for all um but this is one of the things that i want to talk about because um whether you are you've been doing this kind of stuff where it's a, a ADC bag or a survival bag or whatever you want to a get a get a home bag or a go bag, whatever it is, or just getting stuff to put in your vehicle and you store them in your vehicle, whatever it is, whether you've been doing it forever, or this is you're watching this video or you're listening to this podcast and say, you know, I've never thought about any of this stuff. I think I might start getting some of this stuff. Understand this. You can go to Walmart. You can go to Academy. You can go to different places. And if you just look, you go out to the out, especially at Walmart, <laughs> excuse me. If you go back to the outdoor section at Walmart, be on the lookout. They have crazy sales. Okay. So I was there last week and, and I don't know if you guys are, or it's called, uh, Oz, was it Ozark? Um, ozark trail is their kind of outdoorsy walmart brand and they had little bitty flip knives about half the size of this for a dollar i got six. they only had six left, so i grabbed all six for so for six dollars i've got six knives are they the greatest thing in the world no but guess what if i lose them or they break i don't care i didn't spend a lot of money but i can put them in my Low compartment. I can put them in a bag. I can put them in a pocket. I can put them. I've got six of them now. I probably got twenty of them, but I bought six more for a dollar a piece. Um, you were talking about some things that you guys got. because We never not really talk about this as well, but we talk about the water. But talking about tumblers and all that, you guys found some crazy prices on some tumblers at Walmart recently, Clover. But be willing to look for these sales that you can just there on the little end of the aisles and say. Hey, you can get five of these for the price of one. Well, I might not ever use that, but I could use it for this. For that price, I'm just going to grab a few and have them just in case. You know, be willing to look for sales because you can go buy and get a lot of stuff. I've talked about this before. First aid kits. If you're looking to put together a first aid kit, you don't. You can go buy them for pretty cheap. You know, ten. You know, from ten to twenty bucks at Walmart or wherever. But you know the best way to go get a first aid kit put together? We've done it many, many times growing up with my daughter's softball team. Go around to the different doctors, doctor's offices in your town, and say, I'm putting together a first aid kit. Do you have anything that you could maybe donate? You might get a doctor that says, oh, I've got a bunch of uh, gauze. Here, grab, take that. I've got a bunch of extra Band-Aids. Take that. I've got some aspirin. Take that. I've got whatever take that and you jump around to different doctors doctor's offices around your town you'll be able to put together for free a really badass first aid kit so be thinking outside the box there of, of, of cheaper ways to maybe get some of these supplies um do you guys ever and i know clover does because we are actually that's we were talking about it but rogue you know what are some of the ways that you can think of that maybe or you've used to save money on some of this stuff
1: well, it's funny because um, you're talking about ponchos and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I carry lawn and leaf bags for uh, okay. you know big what? big trash bags.
0: Oh, trash bags! Okay, like leaf, bag. oh, yeah. Yeah, that, big the leaf bags. Yeah, lawn and leaf bags because call them, we call them construction bags yeah. here. No. Yeah.
1: So, you know, something like that you can use an emergency for a poncho. Um, you can throw wet clothes in it. You can throw clothes in it to stay dry. Um, you know, those are the type of things that I carry. It's it's kind of weird trying to explain that to my wife first. in my in my pack. She's like, I, "What are you carrying trash bags for?" Um, you know, it was it, they were my cheap way of being a multi-use thing. Plus, they don't take up a lot of room. Um, but the other thing um, about going back to the medical stuff is uh, sometimes there are Um, almost like, I don't want to say like their emergency rooms with like urgent care places Mm -hmm. and um, they, they will give stuff away to, to, to get people to, you know, to be more aware of Mm -hmm. being, you know, having medical stuff and they'll actually do, sometimes they'll do some free training as well because the urgent cares are a little more community oriented than a doctor's office
0: ratchet straps great one bungee cords i carry a shit ton of bungee cords in the truck not my pack but in the truck uh but yeah the, the ratchet straps i didn't think about it, But that's that could be used for shelter for hanging i mean all ratchet strap hell if you had to i guess it could be used as a tourniquet i mean all sorts of stuff but ratchet straps i never thought about that but i've got one in my truck i have but, a I never thought about it for specific reasons. That's that's a great one. Go ahead.
2: I've, I've literally seen ratchet straps be used for toe straps, by the way. Now, oh, absolutely. the big, no big two-inch two, two inch or three-inch ones, you know, sure. the big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but,
0: yeah, you know. I've seen
2: them. I mean, you're not going to pull up, you know, 18-wheeler out of the mud or, you know, nothing like that with one. But, you know, got a little car that went off the highway or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I do
0: want to say a couple hellos out there. I saw TJ earlier and Lucy uh, just joined. If you see their names in different colors, they are YouTube channel members. Um, so thank you to them and uh, welcome. Good seeing you, Lucy. How are you doing? Um, yeah, there's just there's a lot of, like I said, don't limit yourself to something that you think, well, I'll never need that. You never know it. You might not never need it, but someone that you're with or on the side of the road or whatever might need some stuff so always keep that in the back of your mind as well and at this point we've kind of concluded we're in the free-for-all so let's just talk and have fun throw out questions um for the next 25 minutes we're gonna let rogue and clover and we'll just we'll just talk about whatever but if you have any questions out there it doesn't have to be on topic this is the time to do it rogue looks like you wanted to say something go ahead
1: Well, the one thing I was going to say about ratchet straps is, yeah, you can use them for towing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You can also use them for if, what if you're in an accident, you get rear-ended and your trunk doesn't close. Um, You know, you can do the same thing with, um, you know, bungee cords and stuff like that. You know, you may have something happen to your car that you may literally hold your car together with duct tape. Um, Duct tape,
0: toe straps, and zip ties.
1: I had. I had. It, Did it was a. Or was that me? It was, no, it's, it's probably okay. me. Okay. Um, but I was in an accident where it was a multi car collision. And I was the last one in the front. And the guy behind, he wasn't, you know, he had nothing. We literally, I pulled out um, black electrical tape and we like, Started taping stuff back to his truck just to get him off the road.
0: Right. No, I hear you.
1: You have to get a busted window, for example. You talk
2: about those trash bags and some duct tape. Mm-hmm. Well, that, well, that comes in yep. handy. They should get a yeah, busted like, window and the rain's coming or something.
0: Exactly. Definitely. uh Oh, yeah. And once again, we're talking weird things, but Buck, you know, if, you're, if you know you're going to be traveling on the highway or something like that, you might want to go get the. Don't keep them in your vehicle at all times. If you know you're going to be on the highway traveling for vacation or something or work, safety triangles in case you break down. Absolutely, because a lot of people, especially if you break down at night, those safety triangles, they could really save your life. Um, appreciate you, Lucy. Ricardo out there, $10 per chat for the troops. Appreciate you very much, brother. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Like I said, and, and there might be different bags. There might be a, a, a bag that you have every day but there also might be a bag for if you're going to go on the highway for vacation yeah flares and fire extinguisher you know there might be a bag that you're going to go if you're going to be going to camp out or you're going to be going here you can have different bags for different types of scenarios as well um and you don't have to have them all with you at all time but if you know that hey we're getting ready to hit the highway to you know for a couple hours you might go get that highway bag, put that in the back of your vehicle hey we're going to be camping out or we we're going to be we're going to be going somewhere that might be an hour or two between towns and between get let's grab that bag you know there's different bags or whatever loadouts if you will should you want to think that far ahead but you know um the worst possible thing that you could ever do is be stranded in a situation that you were not prepared for and you desperately need other people's help to survive. Because what if you don't find anyone? What if no one drives by? What if you're in that middle of nowhere scenario that no one's coming to help you? Uh, you can't get a hold of anyone that you haven't seen a car drive by you in two hours, and you're an hour from the nearest part of civilization. Be self-reliant, and that's what ultimately everyday carry is. It's not I'm talking about just guns and everything, but everyday is being self-reliant. Uh, we talk about this when you're carrying. One of the reasons why we do carry guns, if we carry a gun, is to be self-reliant, not have to worry about it. be our own first responders, be our own, you know, self-defense be self-reliant and the more things that you can do to prepare yourself for those things, the best, uh, Rogue, I'll go to you first. And I'll go to Clover. I saw saw Rogue on before Clover. So Rogue, you're first.
1: Well, one of the things, you know, I was an East coast boy. And then when we moved here to Montana, um, we were ignorant to the dangers of traveling. I mean, you can be hours away from, you have
0: some weird animals out there that you may not have ever seen before. Yeah, we,
1: we I mean, I, I'll tell you, I've seen some bears on the east coast. They're nothing like the bears out here in Montana. Um, but the, the thing is, is here is winter travel. Um, mm-hmm. you could literally be on a highway, uh, spin out, go off the road, and be stranded here. for a couple of days in some of our storms, and
0: but no one would know.
1: No one would know it. Um, I mean, cars could literally just be passing you on the highway and never mm-hmm. see you. Um, I've been in near whiteout situations out here. So that's one of the things that, you know, we learned really quick when we moved to Montana is understand what you need to keep for weather. You know, yeah. um, and, you know, I have my loadout, you know, my my, or my get home bag is completely different in the wintertime than it is in the summertime. Um, mm-hmm. I repack that every season to be ready for whatever season I'm in. Yep.
0: Uh, Jason brings up a great point. Good idea to have everyone's phone numbers on a piece of paper. Also a prepaid cell phone Um, prepaid cell phone could work, but if the cell towers are down and your cell phone doesn't work, that prepaid ain't going to work either. But I do like having the idea of having all of the important uh, in case of emergency phone numbers in a notepad or uh, on a piece of paper, but also put those inside of a baggie also to keep them from uh, getting wet. Uh, I'm going to go to Clover. I want you to follow up on that, but I also want to bring up something that you brought up earlier. And someone said Yeti out there says, what about a small collapsible fishing pole in a go bag? You talked about different ways that you could go without a fishing pole. You want to bring yeah. those up real quick for a Yeti that could get that, that food source with fishing without having to get a pole.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can hand fish very easily and you could uh, use a limb or you could do any number of things. So, um, you know, and especially if you talk about, um, having already having a water bottle, for example, screw the top back on it and you've got a bobber. Right. So, Uh you you know, yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've hand fished in, in my lifetime, a, a bunch of different times. It's not not difficult to do so um, yeah they do make some collapsible fishing poles and I mean if that's something you wanted like a cane pole type thing and I do have one of those um, if that's something you want to pursue you know uh, but for me it, it's it's a matter of packaging and even though that collapses it's still oh 16 18 inches long I don't even know it's, it's pretty long right um, so for me you can get the fishing line the hooks and the weights literally in like something smaller than a pack of cigarettes and so it's that footprint and it takes up less um it's interesting that there was a cell phone talk because that's actually what i was going to say keep in mind um having an old cell phone around that's charged um you can still even if it doesn't have a sim card and this still is like it's like it's like federal law. You can still yep. dial nine one one. It still works. So you can use that for an emergency situation. You can leave that with somebody, right? Like let's say you have to go out on foot for some reason, and you know you're, you leave your wife. Your wife's going to stay there locked up in the car. Well, you can give leave her the real phone, and then you take the you know the nine one one phone or mm-hmm. you know something um that way at least you know yeah okay you're going to have to communicate through uh 911 services or whatever but it at least nothing. there's at least yeah at least both of you have some form of communication in that in that situation right.
0: now road brings up something um about having an emergency number in case of emergency on your cell phone now i'll say this also uh what i suggest is if you are the person that has Facial recognition or a thumbprint or some sort of maze to unlock your phone. Not just, you know, if you're, if you have security or multiple levels of security to even unlock your phone, think about something. Um, write on a piece of paper or whatever, or even on your computer screen and just type out, um, If found, call this number and maybe put your wife's or your husband, whatever, your kid's phone number. And then below it, say, in case of emergency, please contact and then leave three names and numbers. Take a picture of it with your phone, okay? And then take that picture and make that your lock screen on your cell phone. So if someone finds you, you're in a wreck or you, they find your cell phone and they're not going to be able to unlock your phone to get your, in case of emergency files or all that, if they hit that home button and your phone comes out of hibernation, your lock screen photo is going to be, Hey, if, if you found this phone, call this number in case of emergency, call one of these three people they can utilize that lock screen and not have to get inside your phone to figure out what the hell they need to do or who they need to call. So once again, way outside the box. But if you have phone that takes multiple layers of security just to unlock it to get to your contacts, you might want to think about taking that, taking a picture of something and making that your lock screen to where they don't have to unlock your phone. All they got to do is hit that home button and they've got if you've lost it, call this number. In case of emergency, call this number, and you're done. Uh, be thinking about something like that. Is it sounds crazy, but it is something that you can think about. Uh, Rogue, you had, you were unmuted earlier. I want to go back to you and what you got.
1: No, it was basically that whole lock screen. Because um, you know, make sure that you do have a contact. Because like like I wrote it in the comments there. If you're unconscious and you and they can't unlock this device, uh, they can at least contact somebody. The other thing with the picture is if you have some type of medical condition, make sure that's on your unlock screen too. So Mm -hmm. you may not have an ID bracelet or something like that, but if they unlock it, they got everything they need right there to try to give you know, to catch them up as fast as possible.
0: Yep. No doubt. Uh, Once again, all of this we've been talking about tonight. We're not saying that you have to do everything. We're not saying that you had to do anything like we're doing. We're just saying, if you're thinking about it, use some of the ideas that we've talked about. There's been some phenomenal ideas out in the chat tonight. Um, the biggest thing is open your mind. Start thinking about what can I do to be just in case shit. Okay, just in case shit goes down the hill. Just in case something happens, just in case... Am I prepared or worst case scenario, I'm hurt. Will my family be okay in this vehicle or wherever to get to safety if if I'm not able to do anything? Um, Having those supplies is not being paranoid. It's being prepared. And you can literally put them in the trunk of your vehicle and totally never think about them again. The great thing is, is if you should ever need something, it's there. So, be thinking about that. Um, You need a good knife. I mean, knives are – I am not a knife snob. I am not one of those guys that have to have certain brands. I like auto blades. I like, um, you know, uh, flip-up knives, whatever they want to call them. Um, I much rather have an, uh, an assisted knife or an auto knife. Than a fixed blade, but I'll always have either a K bar or a nice fixed camp knife or a karambit, something that's fixed that I can have for whatever the different things are. But um, yeah, blades are going to be uh, crucial. Um, And I think that everyone, no matter who you are, what you do for a living, where you live, I think everyone should probably have a knife either on them or in their vehicle or in their purse or their backpack or whatever. A knife even if it's just to open letters, you know, it's whatever, you know, go ahead.
1: Well, it's funny is, um, so, you know, we were talking earlier about pens and going through the wash. Uh, the way I actually got my wife to carry a knife was kind of, um, aside. Yeah. It was that way. I didn't plan on it, but she got sick of me throwing my, my pants in the wash with my knife in it and then banging around. So eventually she started confiscating the knives that, um, that I had, and uh, it's just a couple of weeks ago she cleaned out her purse, and there was three knives that she confiscated from me in her purse. And I'm like, at least she's got something.
0: At least she's got them. And what do they say? Two is one, and one is none.
1: Yep. Three is for me.
0: Yeah, and that's just one of those things. Like I said, the biggest thing that we can tell you, at least I can tell you, I'm going to let Rogue and Clover here in a minute. Kind of do their thing. But the big thing I can tell you is keep an open mind. And you don't have to have one bag. You can have a different bag for different scenarios. That You don't have to have them all in the vehicle. But if you know you're going to do a certain thing, okay, I'm going to go grab this bag. Or I'm going to go grab that bag and make sure I've got everything in there. Um, and it's not being paranoid. Don't let anyone tell you that it's paranoid. It's just being ready for anything. Uh, once again, being self-reliant if you don't want to be self-reliant, that's on you. Hey, that's cool. You do you. I would much rather not have to worry about needing someone to help me survive. If I can help myself and help my family and we can do it on our own, I'm all for it. If we need help, we've got ways to get help. But um, having having self-reliance is a big, big thing because at that point, you know that no matter what God throws at you. No matter what scenario happens, you're going to be able to get through it. Uh, so I'm going to start with Rogue right now and kind of recap everything we've been talking about for the last hour and a half, two hours. Anything that you want to touch on that we haven't touched on, and um, and all that stuff. And we'll do our we'll do our plugs here in a second. But this is more still anything that we, we we want to bring up or touch on.
1: You know, my biggest thing is I don't want to be a drain on the system. You know. If there is uh, some type of incident or accident or whatever, I don't wanna be the one taking resources away from those who need them. Uh, I wanna be the one putting resources into that situation. Um, You know, I carry several packs, uh, depending on where I'm gonna go and if I'm in town or if I'm leaving town or if I'm at work. Uh, And each pack has a uh, a specific purpose. And label that,
0: those packs also. Yes, Make sure they're labels. Label. Not you might know what they I'm not saying for you, but yep. people if you can no, have don't. multiple packs, you may know what those packs are. But what if someone else is having to get it? Make sure you label somehow, some way duct taking a sharpie might just be enough way to label them.
1: Yeah. Um, and sorry. Uh, no, that's fine. And like you were saying about the whole gray man thing, uh, you don't want to stick out if if there is something that has happened. You don't want to be the person sticking out in the crowd. Um, You know, my, my get home bag, 72 hour bag, whatever, whatever anybody wants to call it is an old Kelty pack that I used to use for camping. Um, It's blue and gray and and people look at it and they're just, they're just going to be like, uh, whatever. Um, You know, whereas if I was carrying an old Alice pack, that'd be be something a little different. Um. So, you know, also blended, it, and it's not just to, you know, doing that whole gray man thing is not really to just um, say, hey, I'm carrying a gun or I'm carrying stuff. Mm. It's um, it's really just to, you know, if someone sees a pack laying in the back of your car, and it's just a pack, no one's ever going to question it. Mm. You know, that's probably not the car. That's probably not what they're looking for. They're not looking at my seventy-two hour bag, and they don't. They have no idea that there's a rifle and a pistol inside that pack. Mm-hmm. All it is is a camping pack. They're probably going to go look for something else to go, to go steal in case for some reason they see that pack. Um, you know, I used to travel a lot. One of the first things I did when I got to whatever city I'm going to be, I would immediately fill up my car with gas. So that mm-hmm. way I knew I had a full tank of gas. If something happened, I could get as far as that tank would get me. To get home, you know, I, I was always thinking about how am I going to get home. So make sure you fill up when you get somewhere. Um, just you know, it just t- takes a couple of minutes, even if you're going to be in a hotel room. Swing by the gas station, top off the tank. That just gives you a little peace of mind that, you know, if you need to leave that city or town or wherever you're at, You've you're got not fighting. The-
0: You've got 300 miles before you get to worry right. about
1: shit. You're not fighting for gas like everybody else is you're already on the road and you're out of town.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Chloe, will come back to you and say, you know, anything that we haven't brought up or anything that you want to touch on, that we've been talking about, but then go ahead. Like, like Rogue was saying, if you're talking to someone out there, that's new to the idea of being more prepared, what's kind of some of the, the best advice you could give them,
2: you know, a little at a
0: time, um,
2: you know, it, it's
0: going to spend $300 on everything. At one yeah. time, absolutely.
2: And, and your situation's going to change. So, I mean, you know, listen to podcasts and shows like these and, you know, talk to people about it, but don't, don't make a, keep a running list of everything. Everybody says that they yeah. carry and think that you have to have all of that. It's like, you don't, um, and it's okay to, you know, get one thing and then a few months later go, well, did I really need that? I I didn't need that. And then, Oh, but I need this. Right. And so it's a, it's an ever evolving thing. So, you know, don't, yeah, don't, don't get in a rush necessarily uh, to do it. And, you know, at the same time, understand it's going to be ever evolving. So don't stress out over it too much. Um, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, one of the things and and we don't, we didn't really talk about it. We talked about kind of the mentality of things,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: but you know, at the end of the day with EDC, I mean, you're right. I mean, it's your brain, it's, it's situational awareness. You know, if you can avoid ever being in a situation where you need any of that stuff, then there you You go.
0: Yeah, there
2: you go. And that requires no money whatsoever to do that. It's, it's all brain power and you know, being able to, to sidestep situations. If, you know, uh, like like uh, Rogue said, if it's like, well, you know, I know that my car is well-maintained. I know that it's got plenty of gas. I'm not going to break down. I know I'm not driving through, going through a bad neighborhood, I'm, you know, that sort of thing. Then, um, yeah, it's, it's you know, what is it? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure or something like that is is, is what they say. So, uh, yeah, try to hit things off at the past.
0: I like it. Um. yeah if if someone out there that might be starting this the whole mindset and all of that of EDC and someone say what are the bare essentials the bare essentials I'm going to tell you there are five things that I think that everyone should have either on their person in a bag in their vehicle somewhere they can always have access to it it's heat a heat source of some kind food water light and a knife those five things you have a light and a knife that you can keep on your person at all times or a multi-tool or whatever it's something with an edge that you could utilize for whatever but the biggest things for survival are heat water and food you can go about seven to 10 days without food.
2: Did he freeze? Or is he just really good at, yeah. he froze he froze for a second. You said you said you can go about seven or to ten days without food and then you froze in this situation. Oh, like, are yeah. we waiting on him? Are we waiting on him to <laughs> what's going on? Are we
0: supposed to answer? What you can go you can go a little bit about a, about, about a week. And, a week after, but water you can go three, you know, you probably want to go much more than three to five days, but you can go a couple days without water. Um, yeah. but you know, and in heat, the reason why heat, even if it's summertime you think heat, I don't, I don't need a heat source for summertime. Well, you might have to boil water to make sure that it's safe to drink. You might have yeah. to cook something you might have. Uh, you people don't realize you can get hypothermia without being frozen outside. Um, all it is, is a dramatic drop in temperature very quickly can put your body into that hypothermic shock. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like negative 20 to get heat is always good for a lot of reasons, but heat, food, water, um, a knife of some kind and a light of some kind whether it's a flashlight a handheld or a big one you've got those you can pretty much be able you should be able to adjust and adapt to be able to survive in a lot of ways uh, those are the ones that say if you're going to get them then go get a knife go get a flashlight go get some a, a case a bottle of bottled water Go get some canned food or some gummy bears or whatever and go get you, worst case scenario, a package of bic lighters and those stay in your vehicle at all times or every, you know, wherever to where you know you've got those essential goods. Uh go ahead, Clover. You're gonna say something, I think.
2: No, I was gonna say keep in mind too when we talk about, you know, um, you know, your three days without water, three weeks without food, you know, whatever it might be. Yep. that's assuming you're sitting in one place and not trying to go it's find true. water or food and it's like it's you know if you're trapped somewhere you know I guess situations exist where that's a possibility mm-hmm. but you know if you're talking about a situation where you're stranded I mean you you're able to travel now you're, again you got it's the brain power you're gonna have to remember like let's say you have to leave your vehicle to go find a Creek or leave your vehicle to go try to find some berries or something. Right. You
0: better find a landmark to remember you, where it's you need
2: it to, Yeah. You need to be able to, you, you need to be good at orientation and, and know how to get back. Hey, I walked so many paces this direction or, you know, you Hey, know there's that, the there's this big, there's this big tree or, um, mm. and the sun you got to realize the sun changes. Mm-hmm. depending on the time of year it is so but going by the sun doesn't morning always
0: morning or afternoon yeah but if you if you know it's morning or afternoon you're going to get an estimate of whether the sun was in the east or the right. west and you can kind of figure out right and it was one o'clock in the afternoon it's now four o'clock in the afternoon so the sun should be on my left going back you know so you get a basic general idea of direction um, there's all sorts of stuff like yeah but absolutely use your your mind is your biggest tool for survival hands down there is nothing stronger than a human's mind all we're doing is asking you to actually utilize it <laughs> uh, what was that movie uh with um i want to say it was morgan freeman and um oh what's her name um um Scarlett johansson it was like they only use like two percent of the brain and there is like this drug that that allows you to start expanding more and more and more well that's this thing is is if you're only going to use two percent of your brain then let's use three percent of it and just use that extra percent to think about something that you, most people don't so my my daughter's out there she just tried to call me she so now she's on here she knows that this is how to get a hold of me um right now um but yeah what's going on kiddo yo 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 what up homie home girl um but yeah um anything else rogue clover that you guys want to bring up we've touched on the last couple hours that we forgot to or you want to expand on no all right so uh it's been right at two hours thank you guys for watching uh rogue I'm gonna lets you kind of tell people where they can find you what projects you might have coming up all that good stuff tell people who the hell you are
1: I am a nobody. I, I just a little peon that lives in Montana, that that just got running water and electricity. Yep. Um, awesome. So, uh, but no, not I. I, I
0: water, but it's just running water, not hot water. Running, just running
1: water. Well, well, we do have to pump it. We have a hand pump.
0: So you get the well. That's that's yeah. We like get the pump. well,
1: and it's and it's at 300 feet, so you got to pump a lot. <laughs> so. Um, I, uh, my channel is the Rogue Banshee. You can, you can reach me on YouTube. Uh, it, just look for the Rogue Banshee. Actually, you can just Google the Rogue Banshee. You'll run into my website or my YouTube channel and all that type of stuff. Uh, I do gun content, um, and I have a video coming out on Friday. I had a little uh, poll on my channel, and everybody wanted to see me take a file to a gun. So uh, we're going to do a little gunsmithing on, uh, on Friday's video. And since it's 4th of July, it's going to be on a classic American gun. So uh, go check that out on Friday. But thanks for having me on. It's great. It, is this is a great to be conversation.
0: Or me a Colt or a 1911. Those are my
1: two is, guesses. It will, well, it Or a Colt
0: in 1911. Well,
1: it could yeah. be both. <laughs> but, it's, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. But it yeah. is. But it is one of the two.
0: So I knew someone weird out there knew what I was talking about. A a leave the A a, the weirdest mother freaker out there says it was called Lucy. It was out in 2014. He knows that, that movie I was talking about. Oh so yeah. Uh, no. Uh, what's up A a, uh, be safe out there. Tell my guy who's on the road a lot. I'm sure. I guarantee that he, he drives a truck out there. I guarantee you he's got, Uh, plenty of stuff out there to be able to survive with so um let's bring clover in clover tell people who the hell you are he doesn't do anything so it's not like you need to go find him anywhere but if someone was trying to find out like that you did something two years ago where could they find you and like if you were going to do something what would it be
2: oh i've done taking all my content down i deleted my channel earlier this morning yep yeah so yeah, if you haven't, uh, yeah. If you, sorry if you're late to the party, but uh yeah, i am i officially retired. I think. Uh No, I mean I'm I'm everywhere. Thank
0: hey, you for that. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Right. Uh,
2: nah, I'm I'm everywhere. People know they know where to find me.
0: Google Clover Tech, and you're probably going to find them.
2: Among other yeah. things, you might not want to find like Japanese yeah. gaming or something.
0: Um. If you do ghost tactical, it's an eclectic mixture of what you're going to find in a Google search. A lot of airsoft, a lot of uh, all sorts of uh, war sim stuff, a lot of uh, Tom Clancy video game stuff. And and then we're kind of thrown in there, too. So it is what it is. Um, Yeah. Um, You got a show tomorrow night. You got anything coming up uh, as far as podcasts you want to talk about?
2: Uh, yeah, we'll do the Thursday night nerd chat. Thursday,
0: I'm sure. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday, yeah. Thursday. Uh,
2: yeah, we'll do that. And then, uh, there'll be a video drop on, uh, mm. on Sunday. I'm working on trying to get caught up and eventually once I can get caught up, I'll probably start doing double video drops every week, but got to get to a, uh, get to a certain point first, unfortunately. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, remember this weekend, guys. is the Fourth of July weekend. It is the weekend that we celebrate our birthday. Um, enjoy it. There's a lot of bullshit and a lot of stuff that goes on in our country right now. But as bad as you think your life is, and as bad as you think it is out there, I promise you, we're still the envy of the world. We're still the light of the world. We are still the greatest country in the world, and that sounds arrogant, but I promise you, you don't know how good you have it until you go somewhere where it's not America. Um, My daughter says, I love you. I love you too. Peace out. Um, Remember who we are. Remember that even on our worst day, we we live like a king compared to other people. In our worst day, and as bad as politics has gotten, we're still the beacon of freedom in this world. Um, we talk about this a lot and, and, and I bring it up a lot. And Clover does. We talked about it, you know, a year or two ago when Hong Kong riots were going on and they were talking about freedom and Hong Kong wanted to be free from China. And they were all of this. What did they use as a symbol of freedom? It was the American flag. So um, we are still America. We are not um, as bad as people say. Could to be better sure we always want to strive for better things but just remember uh this weekend is the 4th of july we get to um celebrate uh goodness gracious 245 years i believe is that right 245 years i believe that's right 1776 to 2021 yeah yeah 245 years so enjoy that enjoy being american Uh, let's try to be better citizens out there let's try to help one another if you see someone broken down on the side of the road don't just drive by and laugh at them you never know you never know what the problem is but be better citizens be one of the best lines that i ever heard uh and it was from marcus luttrell in a speech that he gave i don't remember where it was but i saw it listened to it and um They are talking about um, people thanking him for his service and thanking him for all of that stuff. And, you know, what can we do to thank you for what you did? And he said, be a better American. Be someone that our troops overseas that are willing to sacrifice their lives. Be someone that's worthy of that. Be a better person in general, but be a better American. And I thought that was really, really profound that, you know, says how can we thank you for all that you've done? Be a better freaking American be able and be willing to put your differences aside politically with someone that's in need. Be a better person, be a better American, enjoy the birthday. Uh, thank you guys for watching. If you're watching live, thank you so much. Loved it. A great conversation. Thanks to rogue. Thanks for clever. Go check them out. Um, it is a great conversation. If you're listening in, in podcast or watching a replay, you have any questions, utilize the comment section below. Most importantly, Get out there, be more proficient with your firearms. Think about an EDC bag. Think about everyday carry and what it truly means. More importantly, be a better American. Till next time, Simplify.